One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. Important, you just said that. Yeah. Like, I, I think because everyone searches for answers they know, but they don't trust their gut. And you're saying, right. like, listen to your yes. gut as women, as moms. How do you get people to trust their gut? I, I tell them, cons I'm constantly reminding people of that. I always say to them, listen, I don't care if someone believes in what I do. I don't even, that doesn't matter to me. That's not why I do what I do. I want people to believe in themselves. Welcome to the new series, Cocktails and Conversation with Kat and Nat. And we've decided to bring you all of these conversations with people that we like to have where there's a little bit of wisdom, always hilarity and hilaria. Yes, some famous, some just cool. Some drink, some don't drink, but there's always a conversation. Cheers, join us. where children and dogs and husbands can't find us or bother us. I need that. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. No knocking on the door. You know what I mean? Especially. There's absolutely nothing. Well, wait, for me, that might be a problem because people knock on, on my window, like they yell at oh, me yeah. at stoplights, you know, so. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is true. We hide in the driveway. Yeah, and we're, and we're not famous, so that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to have to try that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Are you in New Jersey? No, I'm in Long Island, New York. Sorry, Long Island. Has, did it snow? No. Well, Albany snowed. We got snow last night. We're in Toronto, so we're like just kind of oh, oh, okay. terrible. Yeah, it's so terrible. we're in the deep snow. Oh, my God. No, so it didn't snow here yet, but it is freezing, freezing, oh. freezing, freezing. Winter coat. So cold. I, I see the winter coat. You guys are all like bundled up. 
It's freezing. It's chair. It's like my. It's like mine. It's in the negative. Teresa, when you get famous and you become a star, mm-hmm. don't you move to LA? I, I don't know who's famous. You. <laughs> Why are you staying there? You love Long Island. I I live right next door to where I grew up. My parents still live next door. Yep. So I've lived on my block for 48 years. And uh, I bought this house in 1988. So, oh yeah. my gosh. Well, I where am I going? Where am I going? I know. Where's she going? Where am I going? Where am I going? Somewhere hot. Malibu. Malibu. No, I could visit. I can visit. That's true. I well, I, I mean, I wouldn't change my life for anything. The fact that I still live next door to my parents, and especially with this pandemic, I was no. able to keep my eye on them. And it was nice because we like quarantined all together. And you know, I wouldn't trade that. People, I mean, I remember someone told my dad recently, like, "Oh, so your daughter moved to uh, Oyster Bay Cove?" And my dad's like, "No." And they're like, "Well, we saw her, and we know she moved there." And my dad's like, "Okay, well, I just saw her this morning walking down the driveway because I live next door to her." <laughs> okay, we've jumped right into the conversation, but we forgot that people listen. We're not just talking to you, and you know, there might be someone out there who doesn't know who in the heck you are. Or let's introduce you and um, like, let, let, why don't you sure. give us a little intro? Sure. Well. I'm Teresa Caputo, and I'm just your typical Long Island mom, but I talk to the dead. <laughs> I love that. That is just so outrageous. So we were told that you were, you hadn't been inspired to write a book, but the time wasn't right to write a book that's mm-hmm. coming out soon. And then you wrote the book pre-COVID. Correct. And, and it's, I all want about, you it's all about loss, not just death, but like health mm-hmm. and relationships and all that. So the first question is, did you know that something was coming where the all of the world was going to feel a loss or was it just coincidence? No, it, well, I don't believe there's such thing as a coincidence. Um, I, do I think that spirit pushed me to write this book? Absolutely. Um, I never thought in a million years that this book, no matter if someone lost a loved one or not, that um, I, it could become their quote unquote Bible uh, way through life of realizing. And, you know, through my reading, again, like if someone's not familiar with what I do, I have the ability to communicate with people that have died. And, you know, trust me, I'm the first one to say like, that's crazy. There's no way that someone can speak to someone that has died. But for me, I was born this way. So, I don't know anything different. I thought it was normal that people would sense and feel things that I was. And it wasn't until later in my life that I found out that I was not only sensing my own departed loved ones, but everyone else's. Teresa, how did like, so when you were young, started when you were like four that you started noticing, did you tell your parents and what the heck did they think? You know, that's the thing. I've always, I, I guess what I'm realizing about myself, I grew up very differently very different than most people. I'm very fortunate and blessed. Uh, Forget the fact that I had my grandparents well into my 40s and didn't really suffer tragic losses until well into my 40s. But my parents, uh, they're very open people. We're always able to talk about the things that I sensed and felt. I come from a very spiritual family. I'm also a practicing Catholic, but I was able to talk about, I mean, I distinctly remember being four and you know saying to the babysitter did you just see that woman that walked in front of the tv wow <laughs> did that babysitter ever come back i was just gonna say to you i don't think she ever came back <laughs> but like hell no i would say these things and like no one ever made a big deal about it um and i remember uh, at 16 my dad's mom had passed and we were at her house after the funeral and my cousin came up to me and he's like Teresa who are you talking to i literally was talking to the drapes and i'm like i'm talking to nanny and he's like she's dead we just came from her funeral and i'm like she's right here and again no. nobody made a big deal about it you know um they just kind of embraced it and um understood about an afterlife And as I got older, I just kept suppressing it and suppressing it. And that's how I suffered from the anxieties. Right. But can I I ask you, this is a, a, we're also very big, um, like just believe in, in energies and spirits, Mm -hmm. 
we believe in the energies. Do you, are, are energies, like, can, do you feel people's energy when they walk in the room and not just the, the spirits that have passed over? Oh, yeah. Because spirit will also make me feel how someone else feels. Did you ever walk into a room and like you could be in the best mood ever, right? You're having like this fantastic day and you walk into a room and it's like you feel like you hit a wall and it's like, woof, right? Yes, yes. That's, yes. So you're what you're doing is you're picking up other people's energies, that their aura, if someone is having a bad day. So it took me, like, I used to walk around literally all day long going, and when I would feel things go, be gone, you are not of me. Be gone, you are not of me. Because I would, what I was doing was acknowledging the energy, but like, I'm not letting it affect me. Like I like that as a mom though, like as a mom, was that like stressful? Like having little kids and having, cause that's what being a mom is like consuming. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you ever have that? And let me tell you something. When your kids get old, it's not easier. The bigger the kids, the bigger the problems. (laughs) We're we're getting there, you know, and the problems go later. Like at least you used to be able to put them to bed at like seven 30. Now it's like nine 30, 10. And you're still talking. You're like, Oh, well, well, as you can see, as you can see behind me, my little office has turned into a, uh, a call of duty or whatever this gaming thing is. Card, card, card card with the boys, mom. <laughs> this is what this room has turned into. So, like, they're up until like two o'clock in the morning. Like, you know, it's like I can't tell them to go to bed. <laughs> That's true. So, you had like, we've been on a phone call with someone where we had to put it on mute and we're like, oh my God, we, this person has the worst energy. And now oh, you're wow. clearly, are you doing Zoom calls now? Like, how are you doing your readings? You- yeah. So, it's interesting. Um, That's how I actually started. My my podcast, Hey Spirit, because I realized that I could read people over Zoom. For me, Zoom was like the new uh, phone reading. So, um, and, and it is, it's really, really interesting. We're filming Long Island Medium now. So we're doing all, majority of the readings over Zoom. We started doing some in person, you know, six feet apart, wearing a mask. Um, and it's really unbelievable on how you could still like feel that emotion Really? Uh, yeah, because, you know, I, I think people have such a big misconception about, we, like... We did. We yeah. felt, you felt them while they were taught. Like, you can feel it. Everything yes. you can feel. We didn't even see their faces, and we could hear it. We were like, yes. oh, my God, you know? Yeah, I, I just got the, the the chills. Like, it's, it's so, it, it's really amazing. Like, spirit never ceases to amaze me on their ability to give us that peace and comfort in knowing that not only that there really is an afterlife, but more importantly, that they are still with us just in a different way. And I Mm -hmm. think people have this big misconception about what I do, even myself. Listen, I'm not here to tell anybody what they should do with their life, Mm -hmm. predicting the future. You know, people used to come years ago and they'd be like, oh, I want to know if my husband's cheating. I'm like, listen, honey, if you think your husband's cheating, you don't need me. You don't need your grandmother who died to tell you that he is. That's your gut instinct. That's your knowing, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, That's so important. You just said that. Like, I I think because everyone searches for answers they know, but they don't trust their gut. And you're saying, like, listen to your gut. As women, as moms, mm-hmm. listen to it, right? I, I feel like so many people in our community, so many moms are able to share with us what they're going through and ask us questions. And I think that like being able to listen to your gut isn't something that comes naturally to everybody. And, 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 and I feel like, um, I feel like they feel so, um, they feel like they're not confident in trusting their own gut. Right. So they look to others for the answers. Mm-hmm. How, how do you get people to trust their gut? I, I tell them, const- I'm constantly reminding people of that. I always say to them, listen, I don't care if someone believes in what I do. I don't even, that doesn't matter to me. That's not why I do what I do. I want people to believe in themselves. I want mm-hmm. them to know that the things that they're sensing and feeling that they're experiencing from their departed loved one's souls, that that's real. They're not mm-hmm. crazy. It's not their imagination. It's not wishful thinking. It is them letting them know that they're with them at that exact moment. That soul bond can never and will never be broken. Sometimes that little intuition, I always say that's our Jiminy Cricket. That's like our loved ones guiding us. You know, you ever get that feeling like, oh, I'm going to go home this way. And then you go home a completely different way. And then you find out there was a terrible accident or something happened, right? And you're like, I just missed that. That's spirit. I mean, there's time and time again where that has happened, where, where spirit just like, they get you 
to just do something different, mm-hmm. to notice something, you know? Or oh you feel gosh. something before you know what's going to happen. And then you're like, did I make that happen? Or did that just happen? Did that right. happen because of, you know, I, I, I had this one time, a little story. I was, um, I was at my office and then I went downstairs to the, to the food court to get some tea because <laughs> girl needs some chicken fingers at about four o'clock. You know what I mean? So I go down there and I, and I'm in the food court and all of a sudden out of nowhere, and I don't have like panic attacks or anything. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot move from my, from my chair. I can't, I I, like, I can't eat. I can't do anything. So I I have my cell phone. I call upstairs to the office. I'm like, guys, I'm stuck down here. Like I can't move. And they go, we've been trying to find you. Your mom just (sighs) called. She got in a car accident. She did not die. She was okay. Right. It was like the moment that it hit me, it was probably, Mm -hmm. it had to have been the exact same moment she got in the car accident. Other fun fact, I live right beside a cemetery and people all the time are like, oh my God, her face. <laughs> like the cemetery's right there. Like when we were friends with all the foremans in the cemetery, we're always in there and, she, and, and they always, people always go, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe you bought a house beside the cemetery. I go, ghosts and spirits, why do you think they're all bad guys? They're just right. grandma. Yeah, exactly. My favorite place to hang out is sometimes at the cemetery. <laughs> It's so quiet. It's so quiet. Yes. Yes. You know, people just, but people don't understand that. Like, and I think that's just in general, we fear what we don't know. We Mm -hmm. fear what we can't see, what we can't touch. Right. But that's the other thing. When I communicate with a soul, they talk about things that nobody else would know about. They talk about things that we experience, maybe things that we've said to them in our own personal thoughts or prayers. They talk about things that happened years ago, like to remind us of happier times. And the main thing of why I do what I do is because so many people are left with burdens and guilt after someone dies. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash cat and nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com. 
H-E-L-P dot com slash Kat and Nat. I was just going to, I was going to ask you that. What, like, what do you think that is for people who, you know, feel the, that need to, it's like they have unfinished, like yes. the people alive have something unfinished that they need, they need to do, you know, it's so interesting. It's interesting because everyone comes for different reasons. Um, some people come, maybe they lost a child. Uh, some people come, whether they lost their grandmother or a parent, right? Some It's due to choices or decisions. Sometimes people have an argument with someone before they pass. There are, you, it, It's mind-blowing to me on the things that spirit has me saying. I'm like, how, what, how did that happen? What do you mean? What, what do you mean? Like, how did I even get to say that to you? It's just, it's insane. So not everyone comes. Some people just come for validation. Some people come for the quote unquote, and don't take this wrong, the fun of it, just to mm-hmm. see what their loved ones right. want to say. I, yeah. I had a guy, he's going to uh, be on Long Island Medium. He came, He had no idea who I was, no clue. And as I'm channeling the soul that 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 was talking to me said he just literally said to himself what the f am i doing here i got to get out of here this lady's crazy <laughs> <laughs> that's and said, amazing and he literally looked at me he goes i literally just said that to myself <laughs> oh my gosh I but like i can't read people's minds you know like no. again that was just a it, it's like a misconception like that is what his friend needed to do to validate say look man this shit is real like this is this is a real gift that's happening right now. And he came with no expectations, you know, and I feel people that come with no expectations, they get the best experience. Well, also I'm aren't s- the non-believers the ones who are probably the ones who are the most fearful, right? Like they're the ones who are like the ones who are like that. There's no way, there's no way. Right. I find so many people are so fearful of death and that conversation, right? It comes up mm-hmm. and they're like, it will, you'll jinx it. Don't talk about it. But our kids are so naturally and intuitively, yes. they want to talk about it and know mm-hmm. about it. And I think it's, they get shut down so often. Don't talk about it. Don't, don't, don't say that. That's not going right? to happen. You know, that's not going to happen. You're like, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You're going no matter what, you know? Yeah. yeah. So is it, are, are, do you have to have a lot of those conversations or is it just sort of like, are you just kind of like, look, everyone dies and here we go. And it's like not a fear because you, you take the fear out of all of these things, right? right? In a way. Listen, I even say to people, I'm not afraid. I, and growing up, I think we all have that fear. We have this fear of dying, right? I don't want to die, but I know that there's an afterlife. And I, I think that if we don't fear it, you know how many times people say to me, they go, well, I don't care because I know if I could die, I could just talk to you and you'll tell you'll tell everyone that I'm okay, right? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that makes you me feel better. Forever. <laughs> You've got to live forever. Live forever. <laughs> or you'll be up there like channeling it down to someone else. You know, oh, one of the things, Teresa, one of the things I think about is like, okay, so you were, you were given the gift um, to be able to speak to the people who've passed away, mm-hmm. but the, the, the interactions that you have with these people is so emotional for, for, I can only imagine the amount of tears and the amount of like happiness, mm-hmm. but also pain they go through. And you, you were, you were emotionally strong enough to handle delivering the information does mm-hmm. that come along with the two because you know it'd be one thing if you knew it all but you're like I can't handle seeing everybody cry all the time yeah I, listen it's a lot like I you have to understand when I read I give a, I give a speech when I'm getting ready to read and what spirit does is they clear out all of my own personal thoughts feelings and emotions and then all the emotions become of the person that I'm reading and the person sitting uh, on the other side they also make me feel like how they die. I can have personal thoughts, feelings, or, or I'd be a mess. I'd be a yeah, mess. Okay. That, listen, th- there are times that I do break down where I can't handle it. It's a lot, you know, no, and no, no matter what happens, so I, I've gotten emotional over someone who's lost their dog because to their dog, that their, their dog was like their child. Can you, you know? your dogs? I can. <laughs> That's so nice. That's, That's come really- through. Pets come through, you know, anyone that really, um, that we had a bond with. The bottom line is the only thing that we lose when someone dies is that physical connection. Mm -hmm. That soul bond can never and will never be broken. 
And, you know, there are times that spirit gets to that soul, part of my soul where I'm like, listen, that's my sense. It like you can't, that's my personal space. And I just get lost in the emotion, mm -hmm. um, but I got to reel it back in, you know, cause some Tell of the us stories about your book. Tell oh, my book, book, my book, good morning. It's about everyday losses with wisdom from the other side. And that's the crazy thing about this book. Like, uh, like you had mentioned earlier, over two years ago, I felt this need to write this book because I noticed through readings, like someone's loved one would come through and say, listen, you can't even begin to deal with my loss. You have to deal with A, B, C, and D first, no matter whether if it was someone else or something that had happened uh, previous in their life. And I kept noticing time after time after time. And, and that's what Good Morning is about, everyday losses. And basically what everyday losses is, is we grieve what once was, whether it be a like friendship. Like the expectations or what actually was. like What, what actually thought, was. Well, okay. there, there actually is a chapter in there that, was, that I wrote called Hopes and Dreams and uh, Losing Our Hopes and Dreams. And I think that this is, uh, listen, I always thought I was going to be a Dallas, be a Dallas cowgirl cheerleader. I never thought I was going to talk to the dead for a living. Come on now. <laughs> Where are my hopes and dreams in that book? <laughs> but it's true. Like we don't realize uh, maybe it's youth. Maybe it's an empty nest. Uh, when we have children, we lose a part of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. We feel we get into, and it's so important to, to, re, to remind everyone that just because we're a parent doesn't mean that we have to lose who we are or lose the things that we love and taking care of ourselves or putting ourselves first doesn't mean that we're selfish. I think we're, you know, I, and, and no matter who you are, because I get, well, I'm Italian Catholic, you know, that, that, that guilt. And then my friends say, well, it's that Jewish guilt. It's, so it's no matter what it is, mm -hmm. is it as women? We feel that mm -hmm. way that if we don't put everyone else before us, we're being selfish. Yeah. And it's, it's not. And I think through the pandemic, oh. I, I really stress that to a lot, to all my followers that like, listen, you have to take care of yourself emotionally, physically, mentally. It is so important to take care of yourself. Yeah. yeah, it's but it's so funny you say that because obviously we have all women in our well, mostly women in our audience, and the, the amount of like the way they beat themselves up for not like ha letting having their kids eat dinner that they made because they snacked uh, on crackers before, or like let you know everything they 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 go to bed and they rethink about that day uh, over and over again and what they could have done differently so they don't sleep well uh, because they're th they're beating themselves up over what they should have done right. that they didn't do, and tomorrow they're gonna do it, but then they wake up and they're so spent that mm -hmm. they don't do it, you know, and. We, we have said from the beginning, this was really a woman's pandemic because we were trying mm -hmm. to teach full-time, cook uh. full-time, be full-time. And I, I think we need women who have grown kids to be like, don't like give yes. yourself a break because it's uh. not what they're going to remember, right? That's right. not what they're going to remember. They're not. And it's so true. I remember my grandmother always used to say that. I, I know this is like no comparison, but I used to say, to her, we used to go camping and I used to say, why, why do we have to stay in a trailer? Why can't we stay in a big fancy hotel? Mm -hmm. And she used to say to me, cause you're not going to remember the hotel. You're going to mm -hmm. remember the memories. And she's so true. Cause that's what I do. I remember the campfires, the breakfast in the morning. I don't remember where we stayed. And you know, that you brought up the shoulda, coulda, woulda. That is, uh, one of the reasons why I do what I do, uh, I struggled with my gift and I, cause I couldn't understand why someone would want to come to a medium, speak to their loved ones that have died. And what I learned is that we here in the physical world, when someone passes, we're left with those negative burdens and guilt. And we don't have a do-over, you know, the next day to try to make it up. Mm. And so I had put my gift in God's hands and said, listen, if this is what I'm supposed to do, you open the door for me and I'll walk through every door you open for me. And this is where I am. And it's a, amazing to me on how people don't know how to go on after the loss of a loved one, whether it be if they sat by their loved one's side day in and day out, and then they went home to take a shower or went to go get a cup of coffee, and then their loved ones die at that exact moment. They feel guilty for that. My grandmother did that, I, and I said she just wanted to go. You know what I mean? She's but like, she I wanted to go on her alone. terms. Yeah. She did not want anyone to watch her suffer. 
what I just heard and saw my symbol for, because I, I wrote this earlier on my pad, mom. So a mother energy is like a grandmother, an aunt that's, that's present. I wrote that when I first sat down. Um, and then what I just saw when you, when you said that was um, I saw her jumping up and down, which means that she can move freely, which means that she's not bedridden or has the disability or ailment. And then she showed me my symbol for when someone wants to let someone know that the hardest thing about them being sick was watching their loved ones watch them be sick. And to watch the last breath is something that we think we want to be there for, but we would not be able to live through that mm. at all. You know, it's funny you wrote mom because that's my mom was by her side because she was the only daughter and she went to go get something. And my mom, you know, took it the hardest because her, my mom spent a lot of time with her. Mm -hmm. And, um, when the doctor was baffled that she died, he was like, honestly, I, she must've just wanted to go. The doctor yeah. was like, what the hell just happened? Mm -hmm. And my mom, you know, was upset, but at the same time, she was like, of course she did not hurt her. That was of, so her. Of course yeah. she wanted to do that. Of course. Died, she did that. died on her terms. And then and she we, died never, on her. we never look at that other side of the coin. If they stayed, what they would have had to have gone through. We only right. look at that side of the coin. Oh, well, if I was there, I wonder if she was afraid. And it's totally like, Totally, I'm out. And when you were telling the story about uh, someone, there was a car accident, I mm -hmm. saw the white wings around the car. That's my symbol for where a soul protected them because she should have been more seriously injured in that accident, if not died, correct? Yeah, So I guess. that spirit validating the protection of, of that. Uh, there's a father energy stepping forward. Where does the dad come in next past? So if it's not a dad, it would be a grandfather or someone like a dad. Right. He, my, just my, he just, I, he just labored my breathing. So it means that he passed from something from the chest, heart, lungs. <clears throat> yeah. He, well, do you have one? We oh. have so many between us. I mean, oh. my, I mean uh, my mom's dad died of a heart attack. Well, oh. there you go. Uh, I heard at my uh, my own hands. So it means that he did not take care of himself or he did not take the precautions that he should have or someone feels that if he went to the doctor that he wouldn't have died. Mm. That means that they take responsibility not wanting someone to be left with that. Do you understand the coin collection? Or do you find coins in odd places? My kids do. <laughs> okay. So I just wanted to validate because I messages when I talk can be only, can be from more than one person. It's so, really weird you just said coins because literally my daughter found a, a box, a thing of coins in her pocket today when she pulled out of her old winter coat. And then my other daughter dropped a coin on the way to school. And my daughter was like, she stole that coin from me. I'm like, no, I don't know where she found the coin. She just had the, so literally you're saying this and there was all coin conversation. And my daughter is missing her coins from the move and she can't find her freaking coins. This is so weird. You're saying coins. Well, it's a validation that uh, the mother energy again is stepping forward. So just know that she watches over more importantly that she was present for the exact conversation. Um, does one of your girls have her eyes or has, or you refer that someone has a part of a departed love when you see them in them? Yep. Cause first I saw my symbol for namesake. So if it wasn't specifically named after someone like a part of the name, but then they brought me right to the eyes, which is the gateway to the soul. So know that when you say, Oh my God, they remind me so much of them. Know that their soul is with them. The, the soul is with you at that exact moment. And that they do watch over that they know of the children. That's cute. That's very cute. <laughs> How do you connect with the number seven month of July? Someone's the age of seven. Yeah, it's my daughter's favorite number and my husband's birthday month. Okay. So, because you listen, some people might say, oh, of course they lost their grandmother or of course their grandmother would come through, right? I was well into my 40s when I lost my grandparents who were like my parents. So for wow. me, you know, and I think that was also part of my gift, part of my journey, because I didn't really experience such loss like that. So- it's it's so you had grandparents that were like your parents and you also had your parents that live beside you? Yeah, my parents live right, right next to my dad so you just were, turned 80. Yeah, we all lived in the same so, town. 
So interesting because Nat and I are very like, we, we, uh, we, we don't fear death and we don't fear Mm -hmm. um, spirits and we feel like pretty open to the world. So for us, the whole, like we often, um, we don't, we don't get nervous of like the conversations. So I often feel like we don't know our history that well because we come from divorced families and, you know, people who don't talk. (laughs) Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's so interesting because when you're saying this, I'm like, gosh, I don't know a lot about my, mm-hmm. my history. Not other- like the way how you know your yeah, grandparents right? so well. Like I, I'm sort of bummed that I don't know more about that. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So here's, here's an interesting thing. So, you know, everyone's celebrating the holidays different this year, right? Mm-hmm. And my grandparents, such a big part. I mean, you have to realize... Italian family, Sundays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays were always dinner at the grandparents. And uh, we still have the Sunday dinner every Sunday. So I was literally just thinking, this is when I get my best information when I dry my hair or I'm in the shower. <laughs> Me too. Literally in the shower. I'm like, nah, I just had a shower. What do you think about this? I'm not joking. <laughs> it's great because your mind is at rest, right? right. Is that uh, what it is? Yeah. So usually uh, I'm going to go off a little course here, but like a lot of times when, you know, when I I try to tell people and they want to connect with their loved ones, they want to get a sign. Like it's so unfair to say, all right, listen, dad, uh, I'm going to know it's you. If by four o'clock on Saturday, I see three red cardinals and two rainbows and six ladybugs. Like you can't (laughs) do that. It's you know, give me a sign. Yeah. But the signs come from nowhere. It's like, um, you know, when you hear that, you change the rate, the, the, the channel on the radio and the song comes on that reminds you of someone that has died and it's not a current top 40 hit or you feel like you smell something that reminds you of them or you feel like someone's behind you or you just like think of something out of nowhere that is the soul they're letting you know that they're with you it's not that they are the red cardinal that they are the song it's their soul getting you to notice it to say remember i'm here can i tell you a really weird story when my dog died who was like my he like literally he knew everything. He was just one of those dogs. When he died, I was walking home and a butterfly kept landing on me every time I would like it followed mm-hmm. me from the vet all the way home and kept oh, landing wow. on me, landing on me, landing on me. So we now call um all of our dogs who've died butterflies. So whenever Butterf- we see a butterfly, it, that's a dog. And then when my grandmother was dying, my mom said she's like, My room is filled with butterflies. <gasps> and my my mom was like, You'll never guess what, because everyone kind of made fun of me that, you know, they are like, the kids are all like, there's Wendell, the butterfly, but the first butterfly was my first dog, Miles. Anyways, so I've had butterflies, Mm -hmm. you know, for a while. So it was interesting, (laughs) exactly, that uh, there was, you know, my grandmother saw a room of butterflies and my mom nearly keeled over (laughs) because she was like, your grandmother saw butterflies. She the dogs are front, coming for her. The dogs are coming for grandma. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> so she, my mom's like, I hope she's not going to the dogs. You know what I mean? I was well, dying. Yes. It well, was pretty funny. Um, 
I don't know if it was, uh, I, I saw like this, uh, like a nail and then I saw like collars hanging, like a red collar hanging. That's my symbol for where we kept something of our dogs or our pet when we put them down. So whether if you had the collar and I actually saw it like hanging. So did you do that or did you keep the collar? I don't think I did. I mean, it was... It was very, my mom, my, it was very traumatic, that whole situation, but it was both of them. I mean, we, I just, I think, I think we had their ashes for a very long time. The dogs? Yes. You burned your dogs? Them and then, is that what you do? And they were in an urn and they yes. were in my mom's house for so long. I'm like, mom, the dog is still here. We had to go. Oh my, my grandmother gosh. also for a long time too. Oh, like they are the craziest and family. My grandmother, the my grandmother was in the car for a while. I'm like, mom, you oh can't leave God. grandma in the grand in the car. Oh my then, God. Then we put grand on the lake and we had a party. It was lovely. Oh my gosh. You <laughs> have to crazy. do that. You have to do that. We have oh a crazy God. family, Teresa. Or we have a crazy family, the two of us. Two well, crazy families. I have my, my dog is, is cremated, Petey. I didn't know people. Yeah. This is, yeah, I, so you have to do. You I cremate have, them. What? And then you, yeah, you, oh, my God. I thought they just take them. They can, but you get them back. And oh, you can, my. So you our, two dogs, our two dogs have been in the window staring. This is my first dog, so I don't know this dog stuff. Oh, my gosh. Dogs are... Animals are very um, intuitive, young children, because their minds aren't like busy with like yes. burdens, you know, yeah. or like excuses. When we see things, how many times people come and they'll say to me, well, I'm not seeing my mom. I don't know why me, my mom and I was so close and she promised me that she'd come through, you know, and, and show me signs. And then all of a sudden the soul will start showing me all these things that they're experiencing. And they're like, yeah, that happened. Oh yeah. And I'm like, well, that's your mom. Like, they're like, well, I didn't think she would do that. Why would she do that? I'm like, because that's the way she's communicating. I didn't follow you around for months before you're reading to say, oh, this is how your mom connects with you. This is your experience. Spirit talks about what you witness and what you see. Cause they, they just showed me like the shadows. So I connect with spirit with shadows. That's how I see them. So some people think they're afraid of the shadows that's that's a soul that is so a soul. ghost so that would be considered a quote-unquote ghost but it's a soul like you know when people are like there's a ghost in my house right well i, I don't that, think of them as ghosts. i call them the the souls or spirits okay so ghosts that, that's are so good, scary like why would someone good to people to hear though right because i think there's a yes. lot of misconception misconception about like you know ghosts like being scary sometimes there's being orbs scary. in people's pictures you know like the blue orbs yes. in the pictures and they're like, those are spirits, correct? Mm -hmm. Because are that's they? the camera picking up the energy. Now, a cool thing, you know how years ago we used to have, uh, when there were negatives and you get like a double exposure? You can't yeah. have them now on a digital camera, right? You yeah. can literally today with digital cameras, if you look closely at pictures and you feel like you see something in there, you kind of zoom in. Sometimes you'll actually see pictures that you have. I, I, don't, I don't even know how it's done. And you will like see them in the picture. Like they just show me like an old picture of like a couple like together in a picture. Like how would that be? You just took a picture of... Yeah. Do do spirits move on together like eventually? Like so there's soulmates and then there's spirit like are there spirit mates that go continue? Like will we be together? Like do you have you ever met two people up in heaven before? <laughs> yes. So what'll happen is it's just it's it's considered your soul circle. So and I've learned this because I've done past life regressions on like soul circles. So you know how they say we've been here many times. Yes. Um I did a past life regression. And uh, I was I was a boy, a young man, and I was like searching and trying to get someone out of a fire uh, in this regret in this past life. And when I saved the the boy in the in the fire, they said the the woman said to me, "Look in their eyes. Who do you see?" And I saw my nephew, who's in the physical world now. So my nephew was my brother in a previous life. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was also the same nephew that when my brother, when he was, when he was little, um, he called me up and said, Jason is seeing dead people and it's your fault and hung up on me. <laughs> so, so when, I, when, 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 when a person passes away and they are a spirit, do they then get eventually get reborn? Yes. 
How but that's when they- your soul, I, I don't know. That's when your soul circle <laughs> is complete. That I don't know. Listen, I don't have all the answers. I'll find out when I get there. <laughs> like 1111, um, the numbers, when you see these numbers yes. constantly, do they mean something? We need to, we need to settle this debate online. Yes. Do they? Yes, they do. Listen, everyone has their own interpretation or connection with numbers. Okay. I like that. 1111 is a very, very strong spiritual number. When you look at the clock for no reason and the time is always the same, know that that is your loved ones getting you to look at the clock at that time. Sometimes you might just see these numbers over and over. Sometimes you'll actually see the time that someone died. You might think of someone when you see those. You know, it's your gut instinct. You know who you think of when you have these experiences. Yeah. Okay, well that 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 is that is like you know this other world that we talk about is something that I think is so important to have this conversation because yeah. I think you also bring peace to people who and sit comfort. there and you know fear and get so scared because a lot of people can't even like they're they're petrified by death that they don't yes. live. You know, they're so focused on not living and mm-hmm. living in a world of trying to be perfect because they've got to get it right or, or they're so sad that the person they've lost is gone completely yes. forever. Yeah. Listen, that's what good morning also is about. It it gives you the the permission to like, say like, you know what? It's okay that I'm not okay. (laughs) And nothing is perfect. There is not one thing in, in the world that is perfect. Nothing is perfect. And of course it's scary. Nobody wants to die, but it's a fact. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. we are going to die at some point when that when it's our time, it's our time. This is why it's important to live our best full life and, and be whoever it is that, if you don't mind me saying, that God intended you to be or that you feel that you need to be. I, I tell people this all the time. Uh, here I was well into my 30s and I still felt like there was something missing deep within my soul. Still had my grandparents, my parents, married. My my ex-husband at the time survived a brain tumor. I had two beautiful children. But until I accepted my gift is when I felt complete because that is who I was meant to be here in the physical mm-hmm. world. And a lot of times some people, and I share that because I think people, that I don't want people to think that if they have that feeling, it's like, oh my God, I missed my calling. I'm supposed to be a medium. <laughs> no, it's, no, no, no. It's whatever it is of oh my, a lot of times it might be in someone if they if they feel that they want to be in a same sex relationship because right. to some people that's not normal. Well, who's to say that's not normal? Who's yeah. to say not talking uh, talking to dead people isn't normal? Well, for me, it's normal. And yeah. whoever decided what normal is. And I think the most important thing in life uh, is that we need to respect ourselves, love and honor and respect ourselves and the people around us. And life doesn't have to be that hard. Yeah. Is life hard? Yeah. And you know what? It stinks sometimes. But you know what? Think about all the things that we are grateful for, the things that we do have. Focus on the things that we have control over, not what we don't have control over. Like, we don't know when we're going to die. So I'm going to live my best life to the fullest. And when it's my time, it's my time. You speak our language. The words that you say are the way that we feel. And we try to like... We really try to tell our children and, you know, the yeah. people that follow us about this and that, yes, and people always say, how, how come you can always find, why you guys find joy and why are you always laughing? You, you always ignite fun. How is this? Like, you've got your life, is, you know, so crazy. Whatever. Like, we're so grateful for the things that we have. Right. And we know that we need to find fun here because there is fun to be found everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think the, the, the other thing is, too, like, it's okay to have a bad day. You don't think yeah. I, I have a bad day, but, yeah. uh, but I, I don't let myself wallow in it for weeks or, mm-hmm. or even days. It's okay. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah. I have three, I have three questions I need answered. Okay. Number one, do you believe in guardian angels? Yes. Okay. Number two, uh, do you believe there are cocktails up in the afterlife? <laughs> Uh, I hope so. <laughs> like, you're well, drinking like a cocktail while well, you're Well, yeah. So okay. he has these, like they'll step forward with a beer in their hand and they'll be like, he okay. always had a beer. 
you know, okay, great, great. Yeah. Okay, good. Because we have visions of our. Yeah, afterlife. I was making sure that we could, we could. Oh God, yeah. Still have a margarita. Yeah, I was making sure margaritas came with me when I went up there. Oh, you guys and, are still young. That's too much sugar for someone old like me. <laughs> we go, we go for half sugar, extra spice. Yeah, half sugar. We take out that sugar. And um, number three was, uh, we don't need to fear death. That wasn't the question it left because I'm a mom and it doesn't live there. <laughs> I knew you'd lose but the third I know one. I lost the third one, but I got I feel like I got the two most important ones. I totally agree. You know what I mean? And thank you so much. Oh, for I remember the third. Right. Okay, here we go. Can you share a guardian angel? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I love that. Uh, what, what what I just what I just heard was if it's a soul of a departed loved one, then yes. Right. So some people believe that a guardian angel can is also someone that they've lost. Mm -hmm. I've yes. been told that guardian angels are souls that did not get the opportunity to walk here into the, in the physical world. Ooh, awesome. So like some people refer to their departed loved ones as guardian angels. And uh -huh. I always say you can't tell someone what they feel or what they believe. So if it's a soul that they feel, say, hypothetically, it's a grandmother, they feel is their guardian angel that watches over, then yes, she can watch over more than one. Of course she can. She'll watch over the entire family. Love it. Okay. Where can everybody find you? And not like Look. in your room or your yeah. house. Don't like, where can they find her online. Don't knock on her window while she's at a stoplight. Where can they find you <laughs> it online? It does happen. Not in your car. Uh, all information on my website, TeresaCaputo.com, um, Instagram, Teresa Caputo, and mm. there's all the links to everything that I'm doing. Uh, and hey we will Spirit. link it all for you too. Yes, and you're, thank on, you. you're on the gram. So, you know, I mean, you're, you're a light in a place that's, that's quite dark right now. So yeah. everyone should go follow you and thank you for sharing thank your time you. with so us. So nice to meet you. Well, thank you for having me on. You guys are awesome. You too. I'm glad. I, I'm glad we passed. I was a bit nervous, but I'm glad we did it. You know. <laughs> Listen, you're you're giving people hope. You're giving people faith. You're giving people permission to love and honor and not beat themselves up, and to know that as parents, you know, uh, I I would say this about. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying this, but you know, it's like children and, and like, even like with death, we're, it's not like we're given a handbook when, when, when we have children, <laughs> you know, you're handed a baby and a case of formula and like, okay, have a nice life. And everyone around you is telling you what to do, right? How to do it. But what do you do? You do what feels right for you. What works best yep. for you. It's the same thing with death. If you're out there and you say, I should be grieving this, I shouldn't be feeling this. Listen, there is no right or wrong way to grieve. You mm. grieve the way that you feel that you need to, as long as you're not harming yourself or anyone else. Sounds like your book could really help people see that. Absolutely. You don't quite understand. Yeah. Well, well thank we, you. We appreciate you so much. Oh, thank you, ladies. Have a fantastic Bye. day. Bye. Bye.